the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning, my dear friends, to all our dear audience on KNUS 710 AM or via podcast. I welcome all of you. This morning, we shall interact first by waking up, praising God. If you're sad, allow God to put a joy, a smile on your face. If you're married, give a good and warm greeting to your wife or to your husband. Give a good warm morning hug or welcome to your children and to all those who live with you. And do me a favor. It's okay to turn on your radio at 9.30 a.m. on Sunday morning and contact friend so they can join in as well. Next, of course, let us warm up the day by being nice to each other and by being nice to the Lord. This is Father Andre, and good Holy Sunday morning with God. Praise be the most holy name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Good Holy Sunday morning, my dearly beloved sisters and Lord Jesus Christ. I hope everybody had celebrated a wonderful uh, Divine Mercy Sunday. Um, the verdict is in, as we say. The verdict uh, through which God decided to save all of the humanity is in. And the verdict uh, through which God decided to forgive our sins is in. The verdict through which uh, the Lord God decided to forgive the all of humanity, to pardon all of humanity, is end. This is the verdict uh, that God the Father has instituted for all of the universe, for all of creation. The verdict to destroy Satan and death is end. The verdict to save all of humanity is end. The verdict uh, to return life, to bring back human beings from the exile into paradise is in. This is a verdict that God has pronounced and wanted to give all other humans. How did Jesus do this? And of course, uh, here we see um, that Jesus did accomplish the mystery of our salvation by dying on the cross for our salvation. With the death of Jesus Christ, we all have received life. By the death of Jesus Christ, we all have been forgiven. By the death of Jesus Christ, we all have been reconciled to God the Father in heaven. This reconciliation is deep. This, recon this reconciliation gains so much for us as human beings. Yet, in return, if we come to think about it, we as human beings, what do we offer to God? He offers life, and uh, we have to offer something in return. You know, in our Christian salvation, we offer our praise and worship. We offer our thanksgiving. We offer um, our love to God 
and to one another. We offer to Almighty God um, a gift through which we can um, tell God that we are sorry, like Catholics, for instance, we go to confession. They practice forgiveness towards one another. And, of course, uh, in our Christian faith, uh, we offer the Holy Eucharist. The Holy Eucharist is the thanksgiving meal of Charistia, as we say in, uh, in Greek. Um, if somebody in Greek greets you and tells you, um, have a good day or a good morning, um, uh, say, Kaligalo, you say, if Haristo, like, how are you? Uh, thank you. I'm fine. Thanksgiving. I'm okay. Um, we say in Arabic, Nushkur Allah. You know, people ask you, Kifa Kilion, how are you doing today? This was in uh, Lebanese spelling, um, for, um, how are you doing? And the people would respond, Nushkur Allah. Uh, we give, uh, thanks uh, to God. Um, those uh, beautiful signs of thanksgiving are one thing we as faithful people can offer in return to Almighty God. Yet, on the other hand, uh, a people who may not offer anything may not be willing to give tithes, for instance, may not be willing to do an act of mercy towards one another, may not be willing to do a concrete act of charity with one another. Uh, may refrain from living in holiness, may refrain from um, uh, striving and thriving in virtue, um, in good deeds, uh, towards holiness, uh, uh, towards the perfection of, of life. Um, those people, of course, uh, there is still a verdict um, for God. The verdict is in, and uh, the power of the cross of Christ is uh, the sword, uh, the double-edged sword that uh, pronounced through which, through which God the Father pronounced the entire verdict on all of the creation. A verdict against Satan and a verdict for the humanity. A verdict against sin and evil and a verdict um, in order to save all of the human kind. With this, my friends, I want to greet you in the Lord Jesus Christ. My heart goes in a very, very, very special way. My heart, my heart goes in a very, very special way to all the people who are suffering in their homes and people who are crippled, the people who cannot walk, uh, people who are sick, people um, who are lonely, people who are alone, uh, people who the toll of this life has lost their joy, has lost their happiness, has made them lose loved ones, has made them lose uh, the warmth of this life, the beauty of this life. My heart goes uh, today in a prayer to those who are um, blind, to all those who may not be able to listen, to hear uh, because of physical illness, uh, that they are deaf or they are mute, uh, my heart goes to uh, children who are in hospitals uh, carrying illnesses and suffering from pain. And uh, my heart goes as well to people who are brokenhearted. Um, I am with you. I join you in your suffering. 
I join you in your pain. I join you in your desire for a saving God. I join you in your desire to receive the fruits, the rewards of good life, to feel and to be covered by the power of the Holy Cross. But before we uh, start um, um, together um, our morning talking about the precious and life-giving cross of Christ, our Lord uh, being uh, the sword uh, through which God pronounced the verdict on all of creation. On one end, through the cross, God killed death and Satan, yet through the cross, God offered his own son to ransom all of humanity, to redeem all of humanity. And in the resurrection of Christ our Lord, is the mystery of our life, is the future of all of humanity, and definitely is the future of peace and is all happiness for us all. But before that, let us uh, together pray to the Lord Almighty, and uh, uh, together we want to pray Psalm 38. Psalm 38. Psalm 38, a sinner in extreme danger prays earnestly to God. And let us begin. God, come to my assistance. O Lord, make haste to help me. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord, in your anger, do not punish me. Hallelujah. O Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger. Do not punish me, Lord, in your rage. Your arrows have sunk deep in your hand has come down upon me. Through your anger, all my body is sick. Through my sin, there is no health in my limbs. My guilt towers higher than my head. It is a weight too heavy to bear. My wounds are full and festering, the result of my own folly. I am bowed and brought to my knees. I go mourning all the day long. All my frame burns with fever. All my body is sick, spent and utterly crushed. I cry, I cry aloud in anguish of heart. O Lord, you know all my longing. My groans are not hidden from you. My heart throbs, my strength is spent. The very light has gone from my eyes. My friends avoid me like a leper. Those closest to me stand afar off. Those who plot against my life lay snares. Those who seek my ruin speak of harm, planning treachery all the day long. But I am like the deaf who cannot hear, like the dumb unable to speak. I am like a man who hears nothing. 
in whose mouth is no defense. I count on you, O Lord. I count on you, O Lord. It is you, Lord God, who will answer. I pray, do not let them mock me. Those who triumph if my foot should slip. For I am on the point of falling, and my pain is always before me. I confess that I am guilty, and my sin fills me with dismay. My wanton enemies are numberless, and my lying foes are many. They repay me evil for good, and attack me for seeking what is right. O Lord, do not forsake me. My God, do not stay afar off. Make haste and come to my help. O Lord, my God, my Savior. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Good Holy Sunday morning, my dear friends. We live in a wonderful season, the great resurrection of our Lord. In this season, I wanted to spend some time with you, myself, uh, to start a little bit uh, um, evolving us um, together um, towards uh, a journey that takes us to a better understanding of a purposeful meaning for our life. Why are we alive? Can we take time and moments with Jesus Christ for each other? with one another, guided by the light of the Holy Spirit, to try to discern a peace that came to us from Jesus. I wonder how much of that peace has remained and can remain and is found in our hearts. You know, there are things that change in this life. Everything has to serve a purpose. Even the most accidental, accidental things, even the things that we think they happen out of surprise or at random, no preparation, spontaneous things in life. In Arabic, uh, in Lebanese, we speak a lot about sudfi, S-O-D-F-E, sudfi. Sudfi means by chance, just by luck, something happened. But we know deep down that our lives have been designed. And people find the, a scandal in the design of God. Did God design that? It's a scandal if he did, right? Did God design sea? It's a scandal if he did, right? Did God design that Satan could basically smoke out, of a, smoke out humanity? You know, kill people? cause thunderstorms and tornadoes of which we hear now in the season there is a lot in the US. Many, many tornadoes are happening, many places, or heavy winter or extreme heat or cause fires or cause major earthquakes or cause of floods in the world. That's really God cause these things. If he does, he's a bad plan, right? It's a scandal. Some other things I like to consider with you. The verdict 
is also in the verdict of a humanity. You know, in the beginning of the show, I spoke of a verdict that God has sorted out and pronounced in the power of the cross of Jesus Christ. In God's verdict, God wanted to put an end to evil. God wanted to completely throw Satan into the hole of hell, into Gehenna, forever and ever, and all evil powers. And in the verdict of the cross, God wanted to offer a sign of peace, a sign of life, forgiveness, pardon of sins. And completely he was, he wanted and he still wants, it is what God wants to do, to wipe out our sins. This is the good news. This is the mystery of our redemption. This is the mystery of peace. This is where all happiness lays. However, on the other hand, there is also a verdict that the humanity pronounced, right? The humanity pronounces a verdict against God. The humanity Sometimes, uh, not all of the humanity, we are the humans, as right? And there's at least uh, some 2 billion, most likely, Christians in the world. And uh, of course, we love God, we cherish God. We um, have decided to um, allow that our consciences will be illuminated by God's divine grace. So let us leave the noise of the world for a moment. Let us leave the noise of the world. And uh, if we can, let us no longer listen to the verdict that the humanity is trying to pronounce against God. How do we know about that verdict of the humanity and how dangerous the verdict of the humanity is against God? When some geopolitical ideologies, ideologies, you know, for instance, in uh, atheism, in atheism, they decided to state the absence of God. They negated God. There is no God. And of course, to certain levels, if atheism was not a natural atheism, meaning a human being decides there is no God, that's their business, right? But they go in a very active way to kill God. Not only they say there is no God. So it's a contradiction, right? Atheism with the state, okay, there is no God. Okay, so why do you want to target the faithful people on Why do you want to teach things against God? I mean, it's enough. Just tell people, okay, there is no God, and go on about your life. Instead, it's not enough, it seems, right? They want to kill God in the hearts of the people. So they try to create an economic system that uh, has no God in it. They tried to create a human value system that has no God in it. They tried to create um, a uh, justice system, and this is where things get so murky, and um, that has no God in it. They try to manage uh, the social values, uh, the educational values of humanity, and there is no God in it. However, in the fight in atheism against um, the presence of God or to prove his absence, 
it's almost they practice everything that is not natural, right? They try to remove the consciousness from human beings, telling them, stop looking for the higher being, for instance. And they try to prove instances and through ideologies and through philosophies that there is no God. Why you keep looking for one? And with this, they practice what we call a tabula rasa. Tabula rasa, they erase the table of the natural um, desire in human beings to look for God, to cherish a higher being, to understand the absolute presence of uh, the purpose and the reason of our being. The reason of our being. We call this in French philosophy, la raison d'être. La raison d'être. A reason to be. It's dangerous, right? If you come to translate this into our daily life in the U.S., for instance, this is when lawmakers, for instance, will cancel worship. Will say there is no need for worship. Sunday is a day like any other day. Well, Sunday is a day of rest, right? The Sabbath day is a day of rest, right? The Friday day for the Muslims is a day of rest, right? I mean, every culture that has a religion, it seems it comes to a day of worship through which actually there is an economic benefit, which means we take a break from business. We take a break from uh, work. We take a break from our labor. And on the other hand, um, we managed to work through ethics. In these ethics, for instance, in uh, Judeo-Christian uh, rules of the Holy Bible or recommendations or the um, uh, commandments of the Holy Bible, we practice a tithing. And in practicing the tithing, we share from what we have been given by God uh, personally and individually as a private property or as private um, ownership of uh, money um, earnings, the earnings we do, let's call them earnings, the talents uh, we end up possessing in our lives, we are called to share a tithing, tithing, or we call it al-oshur, al-oshur, we call it in English the 10%, right? So, um, the tithing of giving a 10%, um, some of us think of uh, uh, the earning after we pay our taxes, after we uh, take care of our homes. Um, so basically from the solid and pure income that we make after all of our lives are being taken care of, basically. Um, other people donate even more um, of what they, what, what they, what they earn, whether financially or uh, by doing acts of charities. So the day of the Lord impacts both the philosophy of our world and the need of humanity to restore itself in a day of rest. And we justify that based on our faith. We say, so why do we rest on the Sabbath day? Because God rested. God finished all of creation in um, um, six days and on the seventh day, the Sabbath, the Sabbath, the Shabbat, the Lord rested. And with that, the Lord taught us to actually rest ourselves as well. In the context of our fight, 
in this life against all forms of atheism, um, whose political system, you know, there is a political system for the ideology of atheism. What is a political system for the ideology of atheism? It used to be classically, classically, communism, right? Classically, it used to be communism. Today, possibly anarchy is another form of atheism indoctrination, anarchy. Uh, today, possibly some of the human values where humanity um, in some contexts believe that they can actually grow and develop a system made of human values, but with no God in it, with no God in it. Um, these are crazy things, my friends. Our show today is to tell our friends, myself included, that we as a Christians in the US and in the world, we are and must remain the witnesses to the power of the cross of Jesus Christ. And we shall continue to proclaim the resurrection of Christ to all the nations of the earth. Because this is the good news that the Lord wanted us to share with the world world. And then this good news is the mystery of life. Comes in peace to the world. And definitely the world would live all of its happiness. Because Christ forgave all, died for all, gave life to all. And this is the verdict God the Father pronounced and the power of the cross of Christ. And blessed Sunday to all. Amen. Thanks for joining us today for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre. Father Andre and his team rely on your prayers and generosity to help feed over 5,000 families in Lebanon every month. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org to learn more. Your support helps buy supplies from local farms and factories, employ truckers to ship the food, all to let these families know they are not forgotten. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org and donate today. And join us next week at 9.30 a.m. for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.